Welcome to Happening at Hannah's. Today I have my friend Serenice. Serenice, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks, Hannah. Glad to have you. Okay, so tell us who you are, what you do, and a random fun fact about yourself. Okay, yeah. So I'm Sarah. Um, I am currently a student here at WT. Um, I graduate in May with Hannah, right? You yeah, we both graduate in May. Yes. Awesome. It's been a long ride. But <laughs> from that first speech class. I know. I was just thinking about that as I said that we were graduating together. My first ever college class was with you. Yeah. In Jill Gibson's It was such like, a fun class. Speech. It was. I gave a speech about class. cupcakes. Yes. I just remember cupcakes. That's all I remember from I gave a class. speech about Pretty Little Liars, so. It was a great class. We've really come along way professionally. We have. Now we're giving <laughs> speeches on, on everything. Podcasts. It's a great time. It works. Um, fun fact about me. Um, I am currently wearing bee jewelry, so I have two bee earrings in my doubles in my ears, and I also am wearing a matching bee ring, and I chose that as my fun fact, one, because Hannah told me to, and second, <laughs> um, because it kind of pertains to what I'm going to be talking about here in just a little bit. Did you get it from the bee farm? I did. I was yes. wondering, because, you know, they have them everywhere. Yes. You walk in, it's just like, I love the bees. They're my favorite. Okay, so this is my next favorite question. I'm so excited for this one. How do we know each other? Okay, um, this is a long story, but like not really at the same time. <laughs> okay, the first memory I like have of you was like coming over to my house when we were like six. Yeah. And my parents were like putting in a pool. <laughs> and your grandpa maybe came and helped or something. Oh, that's funny. You came and helped to like build our pool or something or do the dirt work for the pool and then we went swimming together and I remember because so my little sister's name is Hannah mm-hmm. and my mom was pregnant with her and so I remember like meeting you and being like oh cool my sister's name is Hannah too she's not here yet but like <laughs> you know whatever so I remember that and then I remember um I, we talked about this the other day when we were like eight or something and I saw you and I was like you had your ears pierced. Oh, I forgot about that. And I told my mom, this. I was like, mom, I have to get my ears pierced because Hannah has hers pierced. And <laughs> she's like, no, you're going to wait till however old she wanted me to be. I think I was in like third or fourth grade. But oh, that was so funny. I, I remember I got them for my seventh birthday. It was like mm-hmm. a big deal. I went the day after my birthday. Got how my ears pierced. How old are you? Pierced. You're seven. I don't know. How old are you? You're, you're seven, seven. But what grade are you? So it would be like, what, second grade, first grade? It would have been first grade because I still lived in Canyon. First Because I moved to yeah. fourth grade. So I, did, I think I was in like third or fourth when I got my ears pierced. Just but I remember I being moved. like insanely jealous because <laughs> you had your spears and I was like using the stickers, you know? Like I was <laughs> yes, sticking the first time stickers. I used to give yes. myself nose piercings with those yes. as a child and I'd walk in and be like, wow, I have a star nose piercing that. Yes. All right, cool. That's funny. That's hysterical. Yeah, I remember from like when we were little, I remember I invited myself to your house one time. I was just like, hey, can I come over or something? Mom was like, Hannah, you can't just invite yourself to people's <laughs> house. I don't remember that. I don't know. I just remember at church and I was like, okay. Because when y'all still lived by the church. Yeah, that's funny. So I guess we went to church when we were really little. I guess so. And then you moved to Amarillo, and then we never really saw I didn't each other. see most people. There's, like, a good, like, from first grade to freshman year, sophomore year of college, there's people that I don't know what happened to them mm-hmm. in the local. 
they're at college. Yeah, but I remember distinctively, so my freshman year of college, I was working at Johnson Hardware. Oh my gosh, and my grandma yes. was buying gifts. I yes. remember this day. And I'm pretty sure you, you were with her, right? Yes. You were with her. You <laughs> came into the store and I was like, I think that's Hannah Frick. And I, I recognized it. you and I was like, I think I know her, but I'm so like, I'm not going to tell people that. I was just yeah. like, it was like a week before school started. Yes. So I was working there and y'all came in and I was like, I didn't really say anything, but I like got y'all whatever you needed. Uh-huh. And I was like, I really think that was Hannah Frick and like her mom and her grandma, <laughs> but I'm not going to say anything. And then literally the next week as I was like running up four flights of stairs because I was late for my first <laughs> class because I didn't know that you had to like plan time in college to find parking. You can't find parking anywhere. And especially that building, the Emerald College building, you'd have to bird walk. Like eight blocks yes yeah, so as a freshman i didn't know i thought i was gonna be late anyways i ran up four flights of stairs into my first class and i was terrified and i sat down and then i think you were already there yeah maybe you were already there i had a class right before that <laughs> you were already there because i was late but you came in or i came in and i saw you and i was like that, that is Hannah. i remember because you, you said hey did you like buy whatever i bought and i was like yeah yeah we did my grandma's graduation gift shopping like after graduation was three months before you know yeah so we kind of reconnected in college and then yeah and then we both transferred there and we had math together didn't we yeah we did so we had a few classes together at ac and then did you transfer the same semester as i did sophomore year like that fall semester yeah like i went one full year at ac and then then transferred Mm -hmm. so we transferred and then i guess i switched majors Mm -hmm. somewhere in there yeah and then somewhere in there you became a communications major and then we started and the rest is history together we've had so many classes together we know everything by now it's crazy also how are we this old i don't know i turned 22 next week and i don't like know I didn't think I was going to make it. <laughs> like, that sounds so you're, almost, you're almost there. That sounds so morbid, but I'm like, I just didn't imagine myself being this old, but it's good. It's Here weird. We it's just strange. We're getting old. Not really. We're still pretty young. All right. So what is the, your favorite thing you've been currently learning about God? Okay. So you sent me these questions mm-hmm. a couple of days ago, and so I was reading through, and I was just kind of thinking about what I wanted to say, and I think here recently in just my life and, you know, senior year and just kind of having just this fun season of life where I'm in college, but, like, I'm an adult, but I'm I'm not, like, fully an adult yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I still get to have fun, and um, me and my roommate, we always do fun things, and just living this season of life before I have to like go out and get an actual adult job and like settle down and get married and have children and like have a career and all these things. I've just kind of realized um, that like God as our creator, how do I word this? Um, I've realized that like God as our creator cares about the little things. Mm. And so I think growing up, I've always just kind of overlooked those little things, um, but I've just kind of really, in I've really been enjoying like sitting back and just looking and being in awe of like just all the little things that God cares about. So, um, like for instance, just I don't even know. I should have like written a list. That's okay. <laughs> There's lots of little things that's neat to see. Yeah, about like. 
Um, I don't know. I've gotten this like really weird obsession with plants lately. I was about to compare it to plants. Yes, like this little house plant. Like the fact that like God created something so small and intricate that is like self-sustaining, but and, and grows and is a living thing that you can put in your home it's and it so can cool. survive and benefit you as you benefit the plant by watering it, like uh-huh. just stuff like that that God like made and cares about and like colors. I've just like really appreciated colors lately. So right. coming into your apartment, I'm sitting in a Looks yellow chair like right now and I love a it. rainbow throughout in here. Yes, you know? I love it. Um, just all of the little things like it just makes me excited for heaven because like. If you think about it, like, all of the cool little intricate things that, like, God put into his creation, like, as we're living here on this earth, like, imagine what other little intricate things are going to have, yeah. you know? Like, well, like think know. about snowflakes. That's yeah. why those things are all, like, so different. There's no two really the same. It's like, whoa. It's snow. It's, like, going to melt. Not a lot of people are going to see that, but it's, like, God still designed it, and it's, like, Mm-hmm. And like sunsets, I don't know. Oh, we have the best sunsets. Texas sunsets, they're just great. I don't know, just all these things, and then just like different foods. <laughs> you you know, know, I agree. Literally, just everything. So like, I just kind of, with every aspect of my life, have just been able to like rejoice in the Lord and thank Him for like the little things that He He mm-hmm. knew that we would enjoy and that we would need here on this earth. And so, um, I don't know. I just really enjoy that I love that that's neat okay so how did you grow up faith-wise church unchurched did your family go to church well I would be lying if I said I was unchurched this is true um (laughs) so I'm a pastor's kid I um my dad actually started out in worship ministry I didn't know that yeah so when I was born he was um basically full-time he was either part-time or full-time uh, worship leader over at what is now the summit. Oh, um, I didn't realize that be, church was that old. Yeah, so it used to be called Grace Baptist Church, and that's like we um when I was born, that's where we were at. Mm-hmm. And so he's worship pastor there, and then they called him at um First Baptist Church in Liberal, Kansas to be the like head worship pastor, and so mm-hmm. he moved there when I was two. And yeah, so I lived in Kansas for a couple of years, but then we moved back when I was four and that's when he became the pastor of the church that we're at now. So okay. living water. So, um, I've been a pastor's kid, I guess, technically since I was four, but we've always, I've been a ministry kid since I was born. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know, was there a second part to that question? No, I just, I just think it's interesting to ask people like, you know, cause you know, some people grow up in church, some people don't grow up in church. And I think it's just neat to see how. You don't have to be a certain age to be a Christian. Like, you can meet Jesus when you're 98 if you're so inclined to. Yeah. Hopefully before then. We really hope so. <laughs> You'd be missing 98 years of Jesus. Okay, so going off of that, so you're, like, growing up in a church. Your dad is preaching, your whole family, and, like, you're going to church all the time. What made you realize you needed Jesus? Okay, so I guess this is kind of like a layered question for me. So I, um, I was saved when I was seven. So I accepted Jesus into my heart when I was seven. And I remember being baptized and I remember, um, just like being so excited about it and telling all my friends about it and being like, I, like, I'm a Christian now. Like I Uh follow Jesus and I got baptized this summer and just being super excited about Uh it. 
Um, but then I think growing up in like at the at the church, like growing up through that, like I, you know, just kind of slowly like grew my faith and learned more like through our mm-hmm. children's church and like our youth group and stuff. But I think the moment that I just kind of like owned my faith outside of what my parents had like built a foundation for me for was in college, like my freshman year. Yeah. Um, I remember going through a lot, a lot, a lot of change and like hard stuff yeah. from you know, graduating high school to starting college and being in that first semester, it was just a lot for me. Like it's a big jump. Yeah. Like I started a relationship. I ended that same relationship. I started college. Um, I didn't have any of the same friends. All of my friends that were my friends earlier that year, like I moved away from college. And so mm. it was just a lot of life change um, that needed to happen, but it was really hard. Like 2017 yeah. was really hard. And so um, I remember going to the BSM at WT. I wasn't even a WT student, so I would, like, that. <laughs> I would, like, sneak in. Um, and Because a lot of my friends there, like, went to Living Water. And okay. so that's... Oh, that makes sense how you knew all these people. Yes. Yeah, so I always wondered that. I met them at church, and they were like, come to BSM. And I was like, but I'm not a WT student. And they're like, so. So mm-hmm. um, that that's kind of what helped me a lot. I just remember being in the BSM, and I don't remember what we were talking about, like that night at worship or whatever but I just remember everything just kind of like clicking for me and being Mm -hmm. like I have to do this like I can't rely on my parents faith Mm -hmm. for me and Mm -hmm. it's not that I like didn't have that faith because I did but it was just kind of like I owned it and was like okay like I have to I have to rely on the Lord to like sanctify me and like grow me in my faith not just by chilling and <laughs> yeah no I think that's the hardest thing it's like growing up as a Christian you're like yeah I'm a Christian I'm doing this and it's like wait I like I'm sinning and like I need this forgiveness daily mm-hmm. it's just like that's a painful season to go through but it's like so needed for all of us yeah and so I think that's when my like relationship with the Lord kind of changed because it went from just going to all of the church functions because I had to because I was a mm-hmm. pastor's kid so having that time with the Lord just regularly scheduled for me, um, it, it changed to kind of like, you know, on my own terms being like, I have to spend time with the Lord. Like I have to be the one to open my Bible and read mm-hmm. and pray for others. And um, just, you know, I have to be the one to like initiate that instead yeah. of like scheduling or, you know, just going to church on Sundays and Wednesdays mm-hmm. and Thursdays and Bible study Monday and all those things. So um, yeah, I, guess no I love it I think it answered definitely that's good what is something that you found that the Lord has created you for something for the kingdom that gives God glory okay so it could be something small big I don't know yes so I've learned that well first off like I'm a good communicator I mean calm majors majors. I'm getting a degree in this like in Mm -hmm. a few months and I just think one thing that the Lord has really gifted me and is like being able to to communicate to others, but like in the most graceful and in the most positive, joyful, encouraging way. So yeah, I love encouraging others. I love um, influencing others for the better. Like I love just being that friend for people. So whether it's, you know, like family or friends or even my boyfriend, like, 
just being that encourager, that person that just vocally is like, hey, you're doing great, like, you know, and just pointing mm-hmm. them back to the Lord with my voice. <laughs> no, I love that. I feel like you do that really well. Yeah, and so that's just kind of who I am. Like, I'm, I don't know, I just feel like I'm a vocal encourager. I like it. I don't know. And then it's just funny too because like my favorite color is yellow and I tell people that and they're just like, yeah. It makes that sense. That makes sense. They're That's like, why you're sitting just, in a yellow chair. I am going to sit in a yellow chair. It's my favorite. But um, I don't know. People just say that I just embody like joy and don't get me wrong. I don't do that all the time. But Nobody I just, I love being joyful. I love encouraging people. I love gracious words and just uh-huh. being like, I just love the communication around me to be positive and yeah. of the Lord. And so, is it that way all the time? No. And that's, like, why I'm not perfect. But um, I just really am good at that and know when people need that, I guess. That makes sense. I think that's neat. Yeah. And also, now you have a degree in it, so it's like... Now I'm literally... You, yeah. You're working <laughs> with it. I still think it's funny when we tell people we're con majors and they're like... Uh, okay they're like okay so you're learning how to talk to people and you're like yes yes i also can read all of your non-verbals now so don't you ever lie to me people yeah i will detect deception we know if you like us you know if you don't yes trying to think what else is fun about a comm major you also write a bunch of papers I feel like 35 papers last semester. I took an extra class that was like not a comm class that I wrote two essays in. Plus I was taking rec crit and I was in org comm. So I was like, that's why I was a social hermit. Hence why this is the um, episode we're recording now. Because I was writing essays. Ran out of time for a Last semester was rough. Yes. Oh, goodness. Goodness, goodness. Okay. Either that or people, like communication majors, they say, oh, so you're going to teach people how to talk. Yeah, or they think you give speeches all the time. Yeah, and I'm like, I guess it embodies all of that. Well, comm disorders is like a completely different thing, learning people to talk. Or learning people to talk. Learning people to talk. Teaching people (laughs) to talk. Speech therapy. Yeah, speech therapy and all of that. That's because that's where you're getting your master's in correct that's what i'm planning i actually got accepted to grad school yesterday so i'm excited um yeah i don't know it's just been a really cool thing that like the lord has laid on my heart that i'm excited about and you know i'm waiting for the question for me to ask him later but (laughs) again the verse that i'm going to go back to is just talking about um you can go into that you got it (laughs) yeah it's the next question go for it well um the verse is, um, well, now that I'm starting to talk about it, I can't remember the reference. I think it's Proverbs 16, 24. Yeah, look at it. Um, do you want me to wait while you're looking it up? You can still talk about it. So Proverbs 16, 24 talks about how gracious words are like honey, um, sweet to the soul, and health to the body. And there's just so many good things that like I've personally taken from that and I've just read it most recently um I've been reading through Proverbs and that just kind of like hit deep for me not only because like I'm wanting to pursue speech therapy like I I just really know the impact that words can have yeah um and like being that person like I'm very aware of like how my words affect people 
whether that's positive or negative. And so like, I always want my words to be encouraging because mm-hmm. I know when they're being encouraging and I know how to, you know, speak life into people yeah. instead of, you know, not life. But, um, also that's right. It is 1624. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so that verse is saying that like gracious words are sweet like honey. Well, first off, I'm wearing all of my bee jewelry. <laughs> I love bees. <laughs> I just um, well, this is gonna be kind of all over the place. I feel like I have migraine issues. It's fine. Um, okay. So bees, right? They're great. All of like <laughs> bee products are um super healthy for you. Fun fact: bee products are antibacterial and antifungal. If you didn't know. So, you know, I knew the antibacterial, I didn't know it was antifungal. Yes, so honey is just used for a lot of things like natural remedies, like, um, and that's why there's so many like bee products in existence. If you just go to the honey farm and look, like, there's lotions, there's skin, there's like everything for hair, skin, nails, all of that good Mm -hmm. stuff, just because honey is so good. And so, the second part of that verse, it literally says that, like, gracious words are like honey, and then it's, mm. it goes on to describe honey, and it says that it's sweet to the soul because, you know, honey is delicious, and it's super sweet. Right. But it's also healthy to the body, just like honey is. I and love so, how you're, like, attaching that to that. It's just like, whoa! Yes, and so literally, I was reading this the other day, and I uh-huh. just, like, sat back, and I was just like, Wow. Go back to the like the thing of God, like creating all the like little details, and it's like bees. I love bees, and God like created them to benefit humans so much, and I just love it. But um, also, just the first part of that verse, going back, talking about how you know gracious words are like honey, and how how sweet encouraging words are, and gracious words are, and how I just try to live my life encouraging others. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking life into them and, and grace into them. I'm, yeah. I'm really big on grace, <laughs> on just um, the whole aspect of, like, God forgives such a sinner as me. So, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. why would I hold anything against anybody Yeah. in the same way? Like, just offer the grace that's given to you. And so um, I'm just a really big person on that. But um, so the gracious words – the whole like thing recently for me has been like going into speech therapy and realizing like how important words are. Yeah. Um, and then knowing that there are people that can't use their words. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, first off, that makes me want to be even more cautious and aware of how I'm using my words. Yeah. Um, because like there are people out there that probably would be very sweet and use very gracious words, but can't, you know, Right. And so, I don't know, the Lord just kind of tied that verse um, in for me in so many different aspects of my life. I feel like it's just everything yes, you talked about. It's just like this giant circle. And so, like, I love bees and I love honey and then bees are yellow. Yellow is my favorite color. Like, I, you know, I even have a necklace that Tyler got for me that says grace on it just because I was just like... I love that. I just... Like, you know, I try to be gracious towards people and it's like, gracious words are like honey and uh, words and I'm this yes. communication major and I want to be a speech therapist. I love it how like words, so my name actually means grace and I think it's ironic because I sometimes struggle with grace and I'm mm-hmm. like, it's just, I needed a reminder about it. I'm pretty sure that's why my name's Hannah. <laughs> it's just funny. Well, my name is Princess, so it works. take that as you will. The Honey Princess. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, 
I just like that's been just kind of a cool um way of just kind of finishing up my college or yeah not college I'm going to more school but my undergrad. undergrad yeah just being able to look back on undergrad and see like all that the Lord has done for me and see that you know all of the different places he's had me in all of the different situations he's brought me out of um just and and also just how much growth that I've had mm-hmm. since I was 18 and started college yeah um when we were in our first class together to now it's like crazy since, it since seems like seven table. years ago I know and it was barely before yeah like our lives have changed so drastically in yes. the past four years so recently I've just been in a in a season of like reflection I guess over mm-hmm. these four years and just seeing like how much I've changed and how much the Lord has just changed me during this time and yeah. you know everybody that goes through college talks about how college is just such a big life change for a lot of people like that is where you do the most changing in your life and so so true though yeah and so now being an experienced (laughs) college student (laughs) I'm like yeah that's exactly right it's exactly how it is it's just like it's like you come in and like I don't know I don't know I was gonna make a comparison to something but I can't think of anything pottery that just seems smashed and restarted I don't know well, I actually, <laughs> that's another thing that I learned this year. One of my quarantine um, yes! trips, I took a, I didn't take a pottery class, but my roommate's grandpa, he like does a lot of pottery and stuff. So we went to the studio with him one day uh-huh. and we were learning how to do that. And it's really hard. All right. So how have you seen God move in your life? So maybe like a personal story about this, or maybe you've watched something happen before. Um how have you seen God move in your lifetime? Okay, yeah. So most recently, I have seen the Lord just provide for me with His faithfulness mm. in return for my faithfulness, and um, it's just really cool to be in a season of life where you have a lot of change going on. So, like new jobs, school, graduating, mm-hmm. changing majors, like all of those things that are considered, like, scary changes, I guess you could say. Oh, yeah. Um, I think the Lord just kind of moves during those seasons of life for me the most. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, obviously in college, that was a lot of times. It's just <laughs> always scary. You're like, I don't yes. know. Yes. Then out of pandemic. And it's like, yeah. Yes. And so just a lot of times where it's just a lot of um, scary, unseen things, um, just mm-hmm. the Lord proving himself faithful in my life has been most recent with my new job so yeah um this last semester I um was planning on taking my communications degree to go towards marketing um in the communication world and work for a company somewhere I didn't really want to do media that's what I had been doing in my previous job right and I've done it for years um in high school like journalism writing and graphic design and producing and all of that so I love that, but I just really felt kind of burned out on it last semester, Mm -hmm. and um, I was just praying about it, and I was like, I just don't really know if this is what the Lord wants me to do long term. Like, Mm -hmm. I I feel like I just kind of settled and and chose a major that was broad enough, but um, was 
still had the umbrella over the things that I already knew how to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's just something I kind of realized last semester. And so I was like looking at other options. And so that's why I was like, well, maybe marketing would be good or maybe, you know, communication specifically or HR or um, education or um, PR was a big one for me. So public relations. So I actually joined the public relations department on campus. Oh, I remember you doing that last semester. Um, I love them, but I hated it. <laughs> no, same. It's just like I did that one time and I was just like, this you were is a in lot of work. You? Yeah, like yes. the semester before when I joined Bateman and it was just like yes. a lot. And so I love them and they were fun to work with. And yeah. Like, but I, that's when I knew I was like, PR is not for me. Marketing is not for me. <laughs> Media, like I love it, but it's not for me. And I was right. like, okay, God, what are you doing? Like, this <laughs> What's is what going I, on here? this is what I've been going to school for for you know almost four years right and this is what I've always just kind of done and I never really had like a an end goal in my career it was just always Mm -hmm. kind of I knew what the next step was going to be and after that I was just going to trust the Lord um and so I never had any high hopes like set on anything Mm -hmm. like oh I want to do this or I want to be a videographer or I want to right yeah go into marketing or PR or whatever um and so once I kind of tried that out and got a feel for that and realized that I hated it was when um things got scary and so it you know the constant of just knowing what I was going to do and then moving forward in that and then realizing that it wasn't for me. Dude, I've been through the same thing. It was scary. It's and so scary. Yes, like, that's where I'm at right now. I'm literally sitting there going, all right, I graduate. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, don't ask me. And people say all the time, they're like, it's okay. Like, it's okay not to know. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't, like, too worried, but I remember praying about it. And I was like, Lord, what do you want me? What do you want from me? <laughs> like, I just, yeah. I feel like I've wasted this time in college. And and now, like, I know that that's not true at all. Like, the Lord uses everything um, right. for good. And my mom always says that the Lord gives you little skills along the way to put in your little tool belt for, <laughs> for later. And so, you know, you'll never know, like, when you need to mm-hmm. revisit something that you learned how to do. My friend Whitney told me that. She's, like, she's, I don't know, she's quite, she's older than me a little bit. And she has a son and everything. She goes, yeah, you'll notice that this thing that you did in this time and this time, it all just like work together. And you're like, oh, that's what you were doing, God. All right, cool. Thanks. Yeah. And so um, I, I definitely trusted it, but I didn't know what the next step was yeah. for me. And so um, just with COVID and working on campus, like it kind of got tougher and tougher. And I was just praying about it. And I was like, okay, God, what do you want from me? What do you want from me? And so a few doors opened and um, I started researching into calm disorders And so um, I took an intercession class about it, um, just like a survey of the whole field. And I was Mm -hmm. like praying about that. And I was like, okay, God, this seems like something that would be really um, plausible to jump off of my undergraduate degree into, um, that it wouldn't be just completely something Uh random. And I was like, but it also seems like something that I would enjoy doing because the whole thing for me with media was like, I love doing it, but I'm not with people enough. Yeah, I get that. It's and like, so, yeah, mm-hmm. sorry. I keep like, I keep cutting you off. I've done that so many times. Sorry. It's fine. It just, it reminds me of the presentation of yesterday. When, <laughs> um, who was it? Was it Ian? Yeah. And she was talking that was about so funny. men interrupting women and women interrupting men. And we're just, and we're just interrupting each other. And That's then fine. I threw a water bottle at someone in the middle of class. That was actually it's really. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was trying. I don't know what happens. It was empty. Oh, it had funny. melted. I don't know what was going through my head. Anyways, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So I started to research speech therapy and I was going to take the class and I was like, okay, Lord, like, what do you want me to do? And so when I kind of got to the point where I kind of knew that that was the next step for me, then I was worried about job because I yeah. was like, okay, I graduate in May. Right. I can't work in my student position after that. Um, and I wanted to get a full-time job because that like, obviously is the next step for a fresh graduate is to just get a job, you know? Right. And so that's kind of what I was looking for. But then calm disorders came into the picture and I was like, okay, graduate school. And I did a lot of research and they were saying like, Hey, <laughs> this is a very rigorous program. Don't have a full-time job and go to grad school at the same time. <laughs> and I was like, okay, God, what do you want from me? And um, so that's when the job that I have now opened up and it's um, a postgraduate job. Like it's, it's a big girl job that I'm doing that I got a significant pay raise in, which is also a blessing. Um, And just being able to work around my current school schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I know that they will work with my schedule like in the fall when I start grad school. And so um, that really like <laughs> I just really feel like that job was just kind of created for me <laughs> it's perfect for um you. I think they kind of like they had had that position before but they didn't really have it and so they kind of like recreated it and oh, so I think literally like that was just the Lord like <laughs> sovereignty <laughs> me being like okay, go? okay God like I need a job uh-huh. um but it can't be a full-time job but I'm about to have a degree so I don't want to get like a you know like, I want to use Yeah, like, you want to use your degree that you have it. Yes, and so here in this job, I'm using my undergraduate degree. I'm gaining more experience while also working part-time to where I can still continue my education. And so it was, like, an entire semester-long process of this, but the Lord just kind of proved himself faithful and, mm-hmm. you know, saying, like, hey, if I put these things on your heart, like, it's for a reason, and I'm going to work them out. Yeah. And so that's always a struggle for me is like, okay, this thing's in my heart. I need to work it out and figure mm-hmm. out how it's going to happen right now. And that's never the case. Like, I never know all the details. Right. And so, um, like, I couldn't plan it out. And so it was just a lot of prayer and a lot of relying on the Lord to just kind of show me what he wanted. And in his perfect timing, I got that job and started a new job. And I was sad to leave before... I decided to leave the OCEL before I had to because I, right. you know, I was planning to stay there until May, mm-hmm. and so I had to leave early. But um, it just worked out that way to where I could still, you know, finish my semester yeah. and work at this job. And so um, it's just been good, and I'm excited. And... It sounds like <laughs> such an exciting time, like grad school, graduation. Yes. Also, hopefully, we get a real life graduation. I know. Fingers, I eyes, everything crossed. Yes. I think we'll get one. Okay. Was well, there anything else you want to add? anything i don't think so okay about that story no yeah. just like in general in anything general. you need to know i always think this is a fun question okay so this is the last question completely what is your go-to drink from a coffee shop from a coffee shop a caramel oat milk latte so Ooh. i'm like i say i'm mild but everyone that i know and love says i'm very lactose intolerant <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to accept that because I love queso and <laughs> love queso. coffee and lattes and all that good stuff. So I can really go without dairy except for cheese. That's like the only thing. You know, queso is the way to go. It is. 
in but, high school. Yeah. So, yeah, queso. And it's yellow. It's my favorite color. It's a win-win. You can, like, get tortillas and dip it in there. Yes. Chips. I put it on everything. Roses, tortillas, and queso. Just Ooh. literally roses, tortillas, and queso. Just put some queso. Yes. What was I saying? Oh, go-to coffee drink. Go-to coffee drink. Uh, and we're talking about queso. Um, yeah, because so milk. I'm lactose intolerant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but I love lattes. Caramel has just always been my favorite, and so mm-hmm. I would always get caramel lattes. But here lately, like, I... When I kind of decided that I probably shouldn't have whole milk all the time yeah. and reap the benefit or not the benefits, reap the consequences of that, <laughs> I um I tried almond milk and I didn't really like it. It's just like drinking water. It's flat. It's awful. Yeah, it's not good. Mm-mm. Um, yeah. So I tried that, didn't really like it, and I was like, well, I guess I can just get like Americanos with water, and I was like, that's no fun. Um, but then I somebody. Had me try oat milk. I think oat milk is so good. It is so good. And I don't remember where I tried it, but when I tried it, I was like, yeah, this is it. And so now that's just what I, my go-to. Mm. Hot caramel so oat milk latte. There you go. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Well, thanks. I forgot what I said for my uh, closing statement. I think it's something to the effect of that's all that's happening at happening at Hannah's. No, I think it was that's all that's happening at Hannah's. Yeah, that sounds better.